0: Welcome to Relational Skills in Real Life, a Thrive Today podcast where we share everyday stories of encouragement and transformation from people using relational skills in their lives. Spend time with us and be inspired by real life examples of how we use relational skills to strengthen and repair our relational connections. We're so glad you're here. Hello, friends. Chris Corsi here, president of Thrive Today, and I want to welcome you to the Relational Skills in Real Life podcast. I'm glad you're here. Today's topic is helping kids gain the lost art of relational skills. That's right. What can we do to help kids learn this lost art of relational skills? And one of the reasons why we chose this topic is because, frankly, relational skills are fading. Relational skills are fading from our world. Our families for lots of good reasons, are losing their ability to use relational skills. So the good news is we don't have to be content with that. There are things that we can do to foster and grow relational skills in our kids. So whether you're a teacher, a parent, a a grandparent, aunt, uncle, doesn't matter. If you interact with kids, a little bit goes a long way. And this is good news that the brain is very plastic and trainable in our youth. So a little bit can go a long way. And so we want to look at how we can grow some of the good stuff in these relational gardens. And friends, just as a rule of thumb, time, perseverance, patience, and practice go a long way. Uh, My grandma always tells the story of how her uncle believed that no matter what, a little bit of time, patience, perseverance, and practice could get you through anything. And I think there's some wisdom to that. So just as a good rule of thumb, when interacting and and trying to help kids grow relational skills, you are planting seeds and these seeds will sprout one day. Kids don't necessarily tell you What you're doing is working and how helpful it is that you're helping them learn relational skills. So you kind of have to trust that these seeds are being planted that will sprout and will grow a harvest of good things down the line. So there's a few good rule of thumbs here um, that we want to look at. So a few important points that we want to make as you look at helping kids learn that lost art of relational skills So let's approach this as you're trying to match their needs, not make them match your needs. So one of the classic mistakes adults make is they're trying to interact with kids according to what they want rather than what the child needs. So we are trying to attune and synchronize with their energy levels, their emotions, their eye contact, and even read their body language a little bit to know, is it time for connection or is it time for rest? Uh, Does the energy levels need to be turned down or turned up a little bit? Is a break needed? Do we need a pause to catch our breath? You have to really try to attune to what's happening in the child, not forcing the child to meet your need. And one of the other good um, rules here would be that we want to break the practice into small steps. That's right. Break the practice into small steps. One of the classic mistakes Leaders or parents or teachers make is they discover relational skills and they're excited about relational skills. So they're just going to go spend three hours trying to train their kids in relational skills. Friends, that's a great recipe for trouble. So, what we want to do is break the training into small steps. A little bit goes a long way. Small steps are digestible. And one of the things we also want to include would be times of rest. In fact, rest is one of the most productive things that you can do with children. So if you push too hard, um, it's going to backfire. So relational skills grow best with a sequence of connection and practice and resting. And one of the things that brain science has has shown a lot more uh, recently is how the resting and the quieting actually help your brain to learn new habits and new practices So the quieting and the resting, the pausing and the breathing will go a long way to help strengthen those skills that you're trying to implement and help children learn. So quieting is your friend as a good rule of thumb. And we don't want to push too hard. Uh, Pushing will always backfire. And we want to give children time to answer uh, questions and time to think of examples. Just as a good rule of thumb, Um, give them time. And even give them space while you're practicing in small chunks, small nuggets, and try to spread the practices over time. So think about mealtime or prayer time before bed or drive to school or on the drive home from school. Um, The goal is to make it as natural as possible. I don't try to make a big deal out of, okay, we're going to practice relational skills now. Get ready no, I'm going to ask my kids about their day. What What were some meaningful moments from their day? How does that feel to remember those meaningful moments? What were some hard moments from the day? A little bit of curiosity goes a long way. And so what we're doing is ultimately we're helping our kids feel seen, heard, and understood. And helping our kids feel less alone is crucial. So stay curious, be a good listener and ask good questions because it's bluntly our opinions are not that important in those moments we're trying to hear about our kids' days. Unless our children ask, um, let them talk, let them share and just stay curious. That'll go a long way as well as leading by example. So your stories are helpful. Um, one of the ways we help our kids learn relational skills is through our stories. We, we make our stories short and simple and impactful. And so we can use our stories of our joyful moments or our moments of returning to joy from our upsets or staying relational during upsets. Those stories are powerful. Um, use your stories and use them wisely and, and those will definitely help um, demonstrate what it looks like to practice relational skills. Um, one of the things that we do with our kids is, um, Jim Wilder wrote the Pandora Problem book. And one of the exercises in the Pandora Problem book is practicing some interactive gratitude uh, initially. So, say, hey, what's some highlights from your day? Share those highlights. What does God want you to know About those highlights. Is there anything the Lord wants you to know about his presence in those highlights? And then we ask, who felt like an enemy today? And then we ask the Lord, what do you, Lord, what do you want us to know about how to love these people who felt like an enemy? So we do this exercise regularly with our kids. We do it as a family. And sometimes, you know, the enemy is people in the family. And so we get some good practice learning to see some of what God sees and to get some peace. And so what we're instilling here is that we can have upsets and pain and so forth, but peace is always around the corner. And that's what we want our kids to learn. So stories are important. um, But as another good rule of thumb, practice in your own life first so that these uh, skills feel very practical and you're comfortable with these skills. If you're uncomfortable, kids are going to pick up on it and then they're learning they should be uncomfortable. So practice in your own life is crucial, as well as just um, resting as needed. I mentioned that earlier, just taking time to quiet and helping our kids, um, again, feel, share, and quiet what they feel. And we practice with joy. Initially, we practice with small emotions and we demonstrate how to recover from upsets. And so we validate our children in their when they share pain or hard stuff, we validate them. We say what we see. We say what we hear and their feelings. And then we comfort them as well say, well, what helps when you feel this way? What would be helpful right now? And so what we're doing is we're, again, um, showing them that they're not alone, that they can come to us with whatever's going on. And we are there and we're good listeners. So also what we're doing as we think about highlights and we, we share some joy and appreciation from our day, we're training their attention to look for the good stuff. And so one of the things that we do as a family is we talk about highlights from our day, but we also talk about times that were difficult from our day. And that's where you can validate and comfort the difficult stuff. But we can also learn to find the good stuff. And what this does is, again, it, it reinforces that they're not alone or someone is with them. Also make it fun, keep it fun. Play and interacting over games is always good. These are great carriers for relational skills. Play and fun. So always try to make these things enjoyable. Or if you do some exercises, do something fun after it so that they know um, they have a positive association with practicing relational skills. And there's another good rule of thumb, limit screen time. Um, A little bit of screen time is not as bad as a lot of screen time. So one of the great um, obstacles for learning relational skills is screen time. So that might be a reward after you do some relational skill practice. And there could be benefits to that, but try to limit screen time as much as you can. So friends, this is a lot of information, but uh, the point here is that you break it into smaller practices. You're growing the good stuff. We're resting as we need, and we are taking advantage of opportunities and windows of time to practice the good stuff and grow the good stuff. One of the reasons um, why the Thriving Mamas blog exists is because there's a lot of stories and there's a lot of good information there. It's Thriving M-A-M-A-S dot O-R-G, ThrivingMamas dot O-R-G. Great resource, as well as the Four Habits of Raising Joy-Filled Kids book I wrote with Marcus Warner. Lots of exercises, lots of good material there. Uh, both of those resources will be really helpful as you begin to walk this out and grow the good stuff with the kids in your life. Thank you for listening. Check the description of this episode for specific resources and visit us at thrivetoday.org anytime. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with friends. We look forward to seeing you next time.